0: Howdy folks, Saxy Maxie here homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our backdoor boys bet. Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing a 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswentz.com, and you too can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the unreal Sunday edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and I'm joined today by a man who's never come across a QB plus money INT line that he didn't like. It's Egg Burger Egg, how are you doing this fine Sunday morning?
1: I'm good, Saxy. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I love this plus money uh, interception lines. Um, you know, it's a good morning for the for the best uh, football show we have here at the Backdoor Cover Network. Um, firing shots here. Love yeah, it. feeling pretty, pretty good. New. We had... I just I just got done watching the replay of the F one race and uh, it was a big day for the Speedway Steve Two boys you know on their their VCN live uh, debut they they had a banger card for them so you know it's big big things for them and hopefully that means big things for us.
0: Well, it definitely means big things for our bankrolls as always, as per usual. It means big things for our bankrolls, which is always healthy. Uh, now, you know, uh, Egg, I want to ask you. Last week we had the final Europe game during this bright early morning hour. Normally, like you mentioned before, we are getting F1 bright and early, but uh, thank you to the schedule makers, etc., uh, for F1, which, by the way, that also came into a little bit of fire yesterday within the Discord. The people who do the scheduling for that. Uh, however, um, uh, that that happened uh, in the middle of the night, so uh, right now, you know, we don't have anything happening bright and early this morning. We got, I mean, other than uh, you know, my, my Korean softball, I don't have any uh, action right now, so uh, like, looking at uh, uh, that, though, on Sunday mornings, you know, we normally normally do uh, sometimes get gifted with an NFL Europe game. And, uh, you know, uh, last week, I discussed that with Arch a bit. And he talked about how he thought that Europe was kind of where the NFL was going to expand next. And, uh, you know, I can see them adding more and more Europe games to the point that every team is in Europe at least once a year. Uh, like, it feels like that could be a shared burden overall. However, I just have trouble imagining there being a team just fully based in Europe. Uh, the, the schedule would be atrocious unless you want to spend a month at home and then a month abroad. And, you know, I just have trouble thinking you could... Kind of put together a team that would work like that in Europe. And uh, if they did, they would need to create an entire division in Europe. Uh, So uh, I kind of want to get your ideas here. Uh, Egg, what do you think the future of the NFL in Europe is? Uh, Is it just going to be expanded games? Do you think that there is going to be a team overseas eventually? And if that's the case, I, I think that you can't go one team. You have to go full effing division.
1: Yeah, I mean they're uh, they're definitely trending that way to have more over there. Like it seems like every year we have more and more games in Europe, um, and which kind of sucks for the team that's that's the quote unquote home team that's you know losing a home game right. when they when they play over there. But um, I, I imagine that the you know the head honchos that you know Roger Goodell and guys are discussing whether they want to expand over there to add a team or a whole division. I mean, I I. Like you said had him one team that's that's a hell of a travel schedule for that one team right. and uh if it's a whole division that that uh that definitely lessens the blow a little bit but then that i don't know expanding just kind of waters down you know the other 32 teams that that we already have and it, you know waters down the talent a little bit um i i i don't know man i, I don't know if you remember back in the day they had a league in europe which was like a, a developmental league for the uh for the NFL the NFL Europe it was called and uh I don't know how long that lasted but uh that was pretty cool. I don't know if that's something that they would look at again. They're kind of using the uh XFL and the USFL merger as kind of a developmental league these days, but um I don't know, man. Uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens, you know? Exactly. Well, you know that I am always a Hamburg Sea Devils fan. <laughs> I don't know
0: if you see I'm pulling up I'm pulling up the uh,
1: I've, I've heard that about you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen? Yeah, look, look at these teams. I love, I love all of the Europe team names. Okay, if we're, if they're gonna bring back teams, there's the Frankfurt Galaxy. Also, you have the Cologne Centurions. You have the Rhine Fire, uh, the Amsterdam Admirals, and the Berlin Thunder. That was the uh, I think that that was the original 2007 NFL Europe uh, like team team grouping, which I love that. That's. I mean, this seems. This seems kind of like fun. You know, maybe maybe this is the way to develop it. Maybe you know. I know that uh, they combined the uh, USFL and the XFL. What if they send the XFL over there? They just have the spring league be over there, and then the championship happens in Europe. Or and you know, you have your you're a European champion, and then you have like a US champion. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something to be done here. Although, I mean. You know, uh, there's so much branding and so so much so high such high level winning branding that's happening (laughs) with uh, both those USFL and XFL teams. I mean, obviously the XFL teams are doing better with that. But uh, speaking of that, though, uh, what what do you think about those kinds of things? Maybe maybe sending over the uh, developmental leagues to Europe and saying, "Hey, we'll give we'll give you a we'll give you a full like 80 games a year. How about that?"
1: Yeah, I I like that idea a little bit better than uh, you know expanding, but. You know, you know, we'll see. I I've always heard about you that you're a big Hamburg uh, Sea Devils fan, so hopefully hopefully they bring that back for you, you know. I know you're missing it. I know. Just reboot my Sea Devils,
0: please. Reboot my Sea Devils. (laughs) This is this is what I need. I'm like I'm just enjoying looking at all of these different team names that exist. Like I I I love you know like the Hartford Whalers. I love my Quebec Nordiques. I love my kitschy teams that existed for like only a short period of time. Kind of a thing. Uh, to to me that's a lot of fun. And uh, you know, seeing here the London England Monarchs was a team that existed for three years. Hey, that feels. Is that is that a double entendre of the Monarchs? (laughs) Like like both the uh the, the the butterfly and the uh, structure of uh <laughs> i mean i don't know i i i, I i'm enjoying this i i'm just enjoying the idea of maybe seeing some teams over there and especially having them be expansion maybe not expansion teams but you know having them be uh the kind of second tier teams so we uh so i mean you know you you get regulated to europe right that's that's what happens
1: yeah you know when you're uh the uh the carolina panthers you got you gotta <gasps> look out you might you might get relegated to uh to a european city yeah, for God's sakes, if they if there was a chance of relegation,
0: then Andy Dalton would have started at least like fifty percent more of the games this season. There, if there was if there was a chance of relegation, there's no way that they would have uh, gone forward with Bryce. They, they kept banging their head against that wall that is Bryce Young playing quarterback at the NFL level. My goodness, uh, do we? Is there any hope for the any hope for the kid? I mean, it's early if year one. You know, you know, you don't want to uh, uh, kind of call it too soon, but I mean this this guy is going to get like uh david card like he's going to get he's going to get crushed back there he's going to be shell-shocked and not have it feels like and not have an opportunity to really grow in the position what are your thoughts about that kid
1: yeah he's he's not very good um he's he, they're playing my cowboys today and they they're probably going to get after him a bit and i tell you what i i, I mean i don't know how how great of a coach frank rick is um I liked him when he was on Hard Knocks. He seemed like a pretty good dude, but I feel like they, they screwed him over there. He, he did not want Bryce Young. He, he wanted to see drought, but the ownership stepped in and took Bryce Young. Now he's stuck with a quarterback he doesn't want, and they stink, and he's probably going to get fired. You know, That's probably you know hurt his, uh, his NFL career quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, it, here's the thing. It, he had a better chance of winning a Super Bowl when he was uh, coordinating
0: for the Eagles, though. Let's be real here. He's if he goes back to get that gig or something like that, that's he, he truly does have a better chance of uh, succeeding at a high level doing that, um, you know, as, as a head coach, he has been given the short end of the stick, especially, um, you know, with what happened um, in Indianapolis getting booted for uh, an ESPN analyst. That's like, ouch ouch like man you know for, for, for a quarterback that uh you know did, did he not like uh lead a team of the greatest comeback of all time uh before the my vikings did something of the similar nature against the colts last year Is that not uh, i'm pretty sure frank yeah, reich was yeah, the uh did. quarterback did. of uh of some team way but well anywho uh let's not talk about history let's talk with the backdoor boys here about how their week's been going what they're seeing what they're looking to do in the next week and what they like today uh Egg, last week, you had a huge hit on the Duran Bland interception at plus 600, and you said that was a market that you never bet. So that kind of led me to thinking, are there any markets that you just won't bet ever? Uh, for instance, uh, the rest-based model has taught me to never bet a king's under, unless the number is in the 400s, and even then, I still won't like it. Uh, that bet is throwing money away to me, not even a lotto ticket. So are there any, uh, are there any things that you're going to stay away from no matter what?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to trying to think right now. You you, you put me on the spot here. I've, I, there's definitely markets that I've said you know that oh I'll never bet on that again. But I can't I can't quite think of them right now. Well, I mean, obviously, um, cowboy
0: spreads are I'm, out are off the table. We know that. We know that that's a market that you just won't touch. Obviously, but you know, uh, thinking of
1: some. That's correct. Yes.
0: But thinking, but thinking of some more interesting stuff, you know, like, it's, it's always fun to kind of dip your toe to find some other things. I've, uh, have you ever been burned horribly betting a new market or something like that, and it made you say, uh, I'm gonna have to think twice about doing this again in the future? Uh, I, I can think back to at least once last year, I know, for myself, um, when I was uh, starting to get into the uh, depths of the rest-based model, I was starting to have some fun with some Knicks numbers, and I tried to take a Knicks fourth quarter under, and uh, it pushed... Which the uh book graded as a loss, and it was uh it was a it was an absolute it was it was a total mess and it it made me think about betting. Uh, totals in quarters ever again because I uh that I mean it's a very specific and dumb market I will I will I will add that that was a dumb market that was a dumb place to be I wasn't I wasn't stoked being in that place but even so I I thought I had an edge I thought it I, it was damn near close to hitting and then I got the rug pulled under me from that so uh, I I know for for at least specific things I'm not gonna stay or I'm gonna stay away from those uh those kinds of uh like you know quarter totals and stuff like that at
1: least in the NBA since it's too volatile. Yeah, I think I remember that. That was uh, the fourth quarter total, and it went it went to overtime, and and we lost it. Yes, it yeah, went into yeah, overtime. The, the overtime is uh, is extension of the fourth quarter.
0: Right. They considered overtime an extension of the fourth quarter, which is insane. You would have to be totally dumb you <laughs> to grade it like that, and you would have to maybe you maybe you would put it on your site includes overtime on the bet itself. Maybe you would do that. Maybe you would. May you would think you would think. But, no, there's there's no uh, – I mean, uh, I understand. This is how the sports books work. They, they, this is their job is to uh, is to create superfluous rules or things like that that get in the way from you cashing your bets. And that was absolutely what happened in that scenario. But, you know, even so, uh, do you have some other uh, – uh, uh, can you think, you know, racking your brain? Are there any things that you're just simply not going to touch, not going to look at? Not like – it just disinterests you.
1: So I, I've mentioned on the Wednesday podcast a few times that I am very bad at betting uh, NFL totals. So that's that that's really one mark that I that I don't even look at when I'm going through the board. Um, the only time I I I might do like I've been doing the Thursday night uh, teasers. Uh, that's the only time I'm really looking at a total, but. But for the most part, unless I'm looking for the, you know, because the Wong, I, you know, I like the Wong teasers and that looking at the total is uh, is part of that because it's got to be under 49 points. But other than that, when I'm I'm looking for stuff to bet, I don't even I don't even bother with totals anymore because, you know, I, I just I think it was like two or three seasons ago. I was just I was really bad at it. So I just you know what? I'm done with this. This isn't for me. I'm not good at it. And uh, and that, that's ever since. Well, you know, we do have some interesting totals to talk about today, and uh,
0: that does affect some of the games. I know I, I know, I have a couple that at least are uh, kind of rolling around in the back of my head right now, but before we talk about that, it's time to talk about the book club. The book club is our private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, and other sports-related stuff, including Prime Access to the Speedway Steve 2 picks, even before Vison. Even before – we we are we are even you know there's the high level then there's the highest level this is the highest level all right if you want to check out the highest level in the book club uh, enjoy some classy folks and we'll give you a one time three day for free trial just check it out and after that it's only twenty five bucks a month in addition to having a team of homies with which to sweat through all the major sports we've got all kinds of sharp folks who provide sage advice uh, on things like I don't know midnight F one races uh gotta love that it's a lot of fun well all you have to do is head on over to backdoorcover.org or everyone hates you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club i mean it's been uh, egg, you know it's been a crazy week we've had nuts darts we've had peeing sitting down in uh college basketball we've i mean uh, f1 everything this is this is feels like the time of year you know like uh what was it a month ago we had the uh Oh, what do they call it? The sports solstice or whatever, where uh you have uh, you know, all the four majors yeah. happening on the same day. It feels like for us, our four majors involve darts and racing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The darts the darts have been fun. Um, you know, they the what was it, the Grand Slam of Darts we're betting right now, and they they're yeah. doing uh now they're in the semifinals, they're in a best best of thirty one legs, which is which is crazy. <laughs> so that you know um I Three guess that years really later brings out yeah. who the best the best thrower is and it, it's it brings the endurance yeah. into into the equation there
0: that's like a cricket yeah, match Darts,
1: starts racing and uh and arch's arch's uh ice picks have been killing it man killing it two you know two it. plus money winners yesterday two and oh both plus money his yeah his, his his hockey picks have been unreal so if, if you want to get a yeah. piece of that book it to the book club
0: right we're, we're literally like a month and a half into the season and he's up what like 10 units
1: Right. Yeah, I think I think a little over ten units.
0: Right. That's insane. That's insane. Quit while you're a head arch. Just kidding. Keep giving us picks. We, it breaks our hearts every day that there's not a hockey pick in the book club. I I use the uh, broken heart emoji every time that that happens because it really does hurt me uh, in the pants. Anywho, and the and, and the bankroll. Anywho, uh, let's see here. Uh egg, let's talk about what we're looking at uh here in week eleven now teams that are on by. we got the Falcons Patriots, saints, and colts uh so they're all taking a weekend off. uh they can all sleep in today uh Egg, what are you looking at? What are you digging
1: um i got I got a bunch of props for you um Ooh. before I get to them you know you know you love when i when I talk about the Wong, so i got I got a Wong teaser for you. oh, you got we're a going, Wonger for the lions. Yeah, man. We're going Lions and Steelers. So we're going Lions minus two, Steelers plus eight, uh, minus one twenty over at DraftKings. Ooh. They were yeah. the they were the only two only two qualifiers for a Wong today, and uh and the, you know, let's let's go get it. The Wongs have been good to us. Let's hope for one more here. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I know that
0: there are some uh, sports books that will offer, you know, like a single game parlay or specific, uh, like, you know, uh, you have to have a three legger or something like that. If you had to throw in a third leg to this guy so that you could, you know, check the box for that. What's it? What's an automatic way? What's would you would you have a third leg of something that you if you had to throw it in there? You had to throw it in. Uh,
1: A third leg. uh, Any odds I'd probably take uh something to some long uh, money line like uh the Cowboys or the uh the Commanders or something. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Niners. Speaking speaking of. Oh, transition. I'm going to throw an extra leg in there. So, uh, you know, I last time I was on I talked about how I, I've been playing, you know, a three-leg anytime touchdown every week, you know, try to keep to keep the odds above 2000 that way, you know, if we hit one, you know, we're 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 plus for the season. Exactly So, I got one today. I got my one. I got today. I got Ker Murray, Johan Dotson, and Jalen Waddle. Now you can get that at plus about plus twenty four hundred on DraftKings. Okay. Now DraftKings has has a fifty percent boost, but you need a fourth leg in there, and it's oh, gotta hell. be minus five hundred or or longer so i was looking at that and I, I was looking at um commanders but they jumped to minus 520 right right as i was looking at it and then um i was looking at like uh some props um hey, Lions lines money line i was looking at cd lamb Lion's money line yeah i was looking at like cd lamb 60 plus was like minus 400 but then you know what i i, I just was like you know what if these three guys score and that leg I just threw in doesn't hit. I'm going to be really mad. So I just left it as it is with just with just the three, to three anytime touchdowns. But uh, keep in mind, if if you want if you want that fifty percent boost, you, you got to throw a fourth leg in there. But but I just left it. I just left it with uh, Murray, Dotson, and Waddle. Uh, and sorry,
0: who is who is the first one? Kyler, uh, Murray? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Got it. Oh well, you yep. know. And actually, it's interesting that you uh, mentioned Kyler because it seems like. Kyler, last week at least, he looked looked pretty solid coming back coming back off injury. looked pretty much like he had it together. I mean, uh, I I I will be honest. He may have put down the sticks for the NFL season. He may he may not be gaming at all this NFL season. He, there may there may be no Kyler Murray live streaming on uh, the Cod Double XP weekends coming up. I, I, there it may not happen. He may be committed to football this year, and it may make a difference.
1: Yeah, he looked he looked like uh, he looked like Kyler and maybe maybe he's not he's not playing the Call of Duty. And I was listening to, uh, you know, uh, Vinny and Phil the other day and they 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 said the same thing that, you know, they've heard that there's been uh, pretty much an attitude adjustment with with Kyler. So so, you know, maybe maybe he's uh, in taking taking this his job seriously now.
0: I know for once. It's fun it's funny how when you take your job seriously it makes it easier for everyone else around you and ev- it improves life for everybody. Funny how that works. <laughs> All righty. egg, uh yeah, man. Y- you have you haven't touched on a game that I have any action on just yet. So I'm going to let you keep firing on some of these props and then once you hit a team that I'm on, I'm going to I'm I'm going to uh, I'll let you know.
1: All right, I got I got one that I already put in in the book club um Vinny had teased it on Wednesday, but the lines are moving, so I so I had to jump him on it, and that was Najee Harris over ten and a half rush attempts. I got that at minus one thirty five over at ESPN Bet. Ooh, um, new, another I, new book. I, I'm here looking for, for Yeah, it's it's kind of a new book. It's it's like it's Barstool Sports, uh you know, sports book rebranded to ESPN. Um, Pen Pen National Gaming sold back Barstool to to Dave Portnoy for a dollar, I believe. And uh, now they're, they're rolling with ESPN. So, so I, I was limited pretty good at, at Barstool. So I, I, I will ESPN now to see if they've lifted the, uh, the limits, but uh, yeah, I like that one, uh, Najee over 10 and a half rush attempts. I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of running in this game today. I agree. You know,
0: I, uh, it, this is also a very, a very low scoring game. Uh, looking at the total for this one, it is uh, what is it? 33. This one it's it's yeah. It's thirty three believe. Oh yeah. Oh whoa, it's rising. Look at DK, you can get a thirty four and a half. Look at those look at those wily, crazy folks at DK. <laughs> I uh man, this this was a line that we talked about on the midweek show and I looked at it and I saw Steelers getting points on the road. Going to uh you know a divisional opponent who they know, but who is going to be starting a backup quarterback and not just any backup quarterback but a backup quarterback who uh is not the backup quarterback they were starting earlier this year even so this it feels like th- this is pro this has the uh, opportunity to be very deeply problematic now that being said, the Steelers via smoke and mirrors have found a way to uh fall into being a winning squadron a a, win- a winning team and they continue to do that on a week to week basis which is both mind blowing and uh, it feels like it is deceiving, but in all reality, Steelers are a team that puts Ws up on the board. So, this line was such a head-scratcher to me. I could not hop on a side. It it felt like this, I'll be honest, it felt like this is a week that's supposed to be a, a zag week. You're supposed to zag when everyone else is zigging. It feels like that line for the Browns has stayed there. It's remained in that one-and-a-half to two-and-a-half zone, even though... I can't imagine who believes in the Browns right now. I, I, I like unless unless you are a Browns fan, I, I cannot imagine that you are a person who's who's backing and putting your hard-earned money on the Browns right now. So uh, for for Vegas to keep the line there, this one felt like the biggest kind of stay away from me. If anything, I'd want to find myself on the Browns side, but I I couldn't find my way there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, I think I think on Wednesday we both liked the Steelers in this one, but that's. Seems like that's that's the public play, but I I still I, like them. I'm I'm not betting them on the plus plus two two and a half, but they are they are in my Wong teaser. So hopefully hopefully they they keep it within eight eight and a half, and uh, we <laughs> cash that ticket at least. You know.
0: Well, you know that seems like it's very uh, within the realm of reality, given that the total is thirty four. You know, uh, thirty three in that ballpark. If you're getting eight points, I mean that's like a thir- that's like a uh, like a quarter of those points. Like as as long as you know you, you score like ten. Like you're in it, right? Like I mean, it. it now that that yeah, being yeah, said, it. that being said, that's no guarantee with that team, <laughs> you know.
1: Right, right. The, actually, the last time I bet the Steelers in a Wong teaser, they they didn't cover the line, and that was um, I don't know. It was around Halloween, around that that week last week, October, and they uh, they they let me down that week. So hopefully, they give it back this week.
0: All right, come on, Mike Tomlin, just coach, just coach us into another uh,
1: victory here. Come on. All right, Ed, what else you got for me, it, man? This week? He's the best. He's the best. He is. All right. Another one that I another one that I teased on the Wednesday show was Kenneth Walker the longest rush. Um I'm looking at him over fifteen and a half over fifteen and a half yards. Um it's pretty much minus one ten, fifteen and a half across the board. Um I bet it at bet three sixty five. Uh, first the Rams, and he's he's hit this uh pretty consistently. They played the Rams week one, and he missed it by a yard. He he ran for 15 yards, and then I you know I went through the Rams game log, and and given up at least a 16 yard rusher for the you know RB one in most of their games. So I, I like Walker to to hit this one again. Yeah, I listen. I follow you
0: on all of uh on all your props here. You you're a lot more deep into the player stats, and that one seems very doable. Now this game uh. <clears throat> They talked about it on the, uh, on the show that, happens on, that occurs on Friday, uh, but we also talked about this one on our Wednesday show, and with regards to it being kind of off, we, we felt like the Rams probably should be favored. They were uh, getting a point back then. Now, they're giving a point, so it feels like this line has kind of moved, like public perception has kind of moved to where we're at, and now I think this line is pretty damn close. Now, that being said, also – I. Uh, Here's the real issue. The Rams have always had the Seahawks number. It seems like with Sean McVay uh, at the helm, uh, the Rams, di- from a divisional matchup standpoint, it's not that weird. They just win. They just win. They they cover, and they win. Uh, that would give me some... That does give me a little bit of fear going into this week, though, feeling that this is a zag week, and I need to zag against all everything. I need to go... I need to be a salmon swimming upstream here, and it feels like that's the most upstream that this salmon can swim right now. So uh, Seahawks, if, if that moves to two damn it i'm going to be thinking about it but right now i'm i'm avoiding that one uh, also cuz it feels it feels like we were on this one earlier in the week and then uh we should have, i should have bet it then because now the perception has moved or the numbers moved to where i perceived the game to be at
1: yeah maybe maybe a lot of those uh those whales those sh- the the sharps were listening to us and they they hammered they hammered the rams you know god dang it those, those, those damn whales. <laughs> well, alrighty.
0: Egg, what else you got for me? I know, I know you're going to, you're going to hit a game that I got something on here.
1: <laughs> Hopefully. So I got, uh, this one I already, already posted in the book club too. I mentioned on, on, uh, the Wednesday show that, you know, Tyreek Hill over six and a half receptions has been at ATM for, for us this year. And, uh. Then I it was I was at six and a half again actually at plus money, but um, then I was like you know my guy CD Lamb has been has been on fire he's had he's the first player in NFL history to have three straight ten receptions hundred and fifty yard games so I got I I got a little a little spicy with it and I took a alt line on both of them so I, I took Hill and Hill and Lamb both to get six and a half reception, or six receptions. sorry over five and a half six plus receptions i parlayed them and i got that at plus 173 over at bet 65. dang plus 163 you said dang One, plus 173 whoa man yeah, so that feels we just, okay we just need both the right yeah, both their lines are at six and a half, so we're we're buying one back and parlaying them together at at, at uh you know over five and a half at uh almost almost two to one there. So uh, so I like that. I yeah. like that one. Two guys that have been have been on fire. Um, hopefully hopefully they they keep going for us and we we cash that nice nice uh, almost two to one ticket there
0: man that okay the, so, there must be something wrong in the bet three sixty five p- parlay calculator something like that because that feels too good to be true well i'm i'm uh, I'm going to need you to bloviate longer while I go and hop on that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i uh i I actually didn't shop it so i i i don't know if it was if it was something bad in our algorithm or uh you know that's just just a, could be a had somewhere, somewhere else that, that are across the board but uh but, yeah, yeah, you know I thought that was that was a really good line for us um absolutely hopefully, hopefully they they don't have a letdown game then if i mean if you're i i mean I know uh, parlays aren't the smartest thing to do, so if you know if any of our listeners don't don't like it, feel we'll take to them at the six and a half line, but but I'm getting a little spicy, and I'm parlaying them at the over five and a half. there we go, I love it all right egg, I don't know how this is happening I st- I still have three
0: games that we haven't talked about the we- these must be non probable games these must be games that are going to be so effing boring that uh, you you can't get it, put place any prop bets on them
1: i got i got one more i got one okay. more okay uh hopefully hopefully you're you're on this game if not and uh, let you go, and we'll talk talk about your game. So I'm, I got um, another one that that I talked about on Wednesday, and I was saving it for the show this morning. Uh, Vinny he beat me to it and posted <sighs> it in the book club. So so we're on, we're thinking the same on this one, and that is that is my guy Sam Laporta, uh, over mm. four and a half receptions. I bet that at minus one fifteen again over at Bet three six five. This guy, this guy has been, he, he, he's been a target machine last week. He, he only had four receptions. I was on him again uh, at the over four and a half and he came, came just one short, but, but like I said, on Wednesday, I'm not afraid. I'll I'll bet it again. And hopefully he, he can uh, get to five for us today. Absolutely, you know, seeing the total in this game
0: up near forty-seven and a half, that does feel like it's kind of high for a uh, Bears-Lions matchup. That being said, it is happening in Detroit, so it's going to be inside. You know, you don't have any weather coming into factor, and uh, you're also getting Justin Fields back, who uh, giveth and taketh. So perhaps uh, there's going to be some short fields that uh, the Lions will have to work with, given uh, you know, given given the way that Justin plays. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, We all know divisional matchups are weird. That's a fun one. Here's the real weird thing: egg. None of those games. No, how did this happen? How did
1: we do this? None of them. How I did we do this? I don't know. I don't know. This is unbelievable. But it's good. You know, that's good, man. That's, Listen, we're going to hit a, them you all. Know, a lot, a th- you know, a lot of extra games. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's
0: hear it. Okay, let's stay in the division. Let's stay in that NFC North division and talk about the LA Chargers visiting the Green Bay Packers. Now, I had mentioned before that it felt like this was a Zag week and I should do exactly the opposite of what I think I should do in every game. This is one I'm not. This is one I, we've talked about it. This is, we bet we hate love. We hate love. That's what we do. In this, in this podcast room, in this, in this, it's a safe space for us to hate love. And right now, uh, we're not betting Jordan Love. We're betting against Jordan Love. I listen Chargers. I I, I listen to Vinny's uh description on this game uh f- from their show. Here's the deal. Yeah, they, they can charge it up. They have the propensity to, but not worse than Jordan Love has the propensity to Jordan Love it up. And I, there's there's no world where the Chargers are. Only within three points. This is this should be, I think, five and a half, six points where Arch eats his lunch. It should be in that zone. It should be one that makes me really think about this. I am too happy to walk up and put my money on the Chargers right now. Probably a bad sign. Probably a bad sign. But I, I can't find a world where the Chargers are are not favored by more. And so I'm I'm putting my money uh, on the Chargers today.
1: Yeah, yeah, like you said, we we don't like don't like around these parts um we 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 hate love actually um and i do i do feel like the chargers are more than 3 points better than the packers um even even in green bay um i, th- I think i think you're you're uh on the right track there um the only thing i was looking at in this game is is the packers have kept most games uh pretty close and I was looking at this one uh, for for a longer, but plus three, it didn't quite qualify. But you know, if if you want to tease the Packers with another team, they they would probably keep it within at least at nine points.
0: Yeah, well, in looking at the total here, it's at forty four, forty four and a half, somewhere in that ballpark. I mean that that almost feels a little bit high. This feels like I mean, yeah, I know the Chargers get into some high scoring games, but that almost feels a little bit high. This feels like this could be like. You know, like a twenty-one seventeen, like kind of, uh, you know, uh, ugly ish game. I feel like the Chargers win, you know, e- uh, easy though. And and it's you know, if anything, Packers get close at the end of it. it, it so I'm I'm hopping on uh, Chargers here. Uh, it's, w- w- are there any players on either of these teams that you would uh, maybe look into anything for uh, some some kind of um, uh, props, etc.?
1: Um, the only thing I have is uh, Justin Herbert was a plus line for an interception, so you know I'm on that. I got Justin Herbert at plus 145 to throw an interception.
0: There we go. God knows that Jordan Love is not a plus money to throw an interception. Speaking of... No, 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 no. Speaking of hating on Love, okay, well, I know you got a heart out here, so I got two more games. We're going to hit them real fast. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the San Francisco 49ers. This is a uh, real shit trend that I'm noticing, but I'm betting against the 49ers way too often. Uh, Earlier this year, I got burned by a double-digit total in a Cardinals team that was organizationally tanking. And I, in my notes on that game, I wrote, "Not Josh Dobbs's fault." Thank God that man is now my quarterback. God, I love it. Uh, anywho, the 49ers have been on a bit of a roller coaster in this last month, but after a bye and then a big win against the quote-unquote solid, well-coached opponent in the Jags. It it feels like they're kind of evening out here. Uh, but here's my thinking here. I don't actually think there's all that much a difference between Tampa and Jacksonville uh, on, on a good day. Uh, I think that Jacksonville had a bad day last week. Also, here's my dumb stat. Whenever Baker Mayfield has started every game in November, he's undefeated in the third week. Dumb stat of the week. Dumb stat that's, of the week. Yeah, that's
1: uh, that's interesting, huh?
0: That is, it's, it's, it's full of dumbness. Okay. But now, he, I'm not saying I'm taking the bucks plus 550, but plus 13 and a half give it to me. I'm all over those Buccaneers this morning. Hopping on the Buccaneers, nearly getting two touchdowns. This is these are two NFL teams and the Buccaneers are respectable. They are in a playoff race in their division. Given that being said, it is it is the uh, the silliest most ridiculous maybe worst division in all of football, but that it is still a divisional race. And so they they are in it 13 and a half points. I think they're going to be closer than that. They got to keep it close.
1: Yeah, thir- thirteen and a half is a it's a lot of points. It, that that screams, you know, of leaving that, that back door open for us to cover that. Um yeah, I, I like I like the Bucks in this one. Um I like uh you know Phil's guy, Baker Baker touchdown baker, which is the name on his birth certificate. Um so so yeah, I I like your thinking there. Um hopefully they uh you know we get the, the old backdoor cover on that one. There we go, there we go. Not not a backdoor open. Is it as as Phil liked to call it yesterday.
0: Alrighty, righty, and I got one last game that I'm talking about. I couldn't help myself, Egg. It's the Minnesota Vikings here visiting. They're coming to my town now. They're coming to where I live now, here in Denver. Broncos favored. By 3. Uh, this is a game that's close to me in many ways, obviously. Skull. Uh, uh Also, I live in Denver, and if, you didn't have, if I didn't have a wedding gig tonight, I would 100% be wearing my purple and gold at Mile High Field. Uh, and not watching uh, Jordan Love play at Mile High Field, which I instead did this year. Wow. What a life. What a life. Uh, it feels like the schedule makers got lucky with this matchup, though, falling on the calendars when it did. If we caught this in week 4 with two winless teams, this would have been a mess. Uh, but right now, uh, it looks like both of these teams are kind of turning the ship around uh, however, I'm having trouble understanding why the Broncos are favored by a full three points now. Uh, it was at two and a half earlier this week, and that has moved almost across the board to three. Uh, we talked about it on the midweek show, and they touched on it again, the real NFL show on Friday, that there's some good juju happening in Minnesota. And uh, the first month of the season, it, w- it was a slog. It felt like the pendulum had shifted to them not being able to win one-score games. However... They're back to winning the close ones, and uh, I think they win another one on the road here in Denver. Uh, Beating the Bills on Monday night really did breathe new life into this Broncos season, and with a win here, they would firmly supplant themselves into the -the in-the-hunt zone uh, in an AFC that may have a new playoff opening spot with Joe Burrow's injury. Whatever the case... My homerism is in full force this morning, and I will be a terrible human to be around at my gig during the game tonight. Sorry, Broncos fans. Uh, I'm betting the Vikings plus the uh, three points. I'm risking to win a half unit on that, and then I'm putting the rest of that unit on Vikings' money line at plus 132. Uh, now, Egg, you are so much better at the player props, and I want to try and find some value in this game. So, your three Minnesota Vikings' anytime touchdown scores and their odds. You got Jordan Addison plus 260, Josh Dobbs, plus 310, or your man, the Hockness Monster, at plus 260. Any of those, sniffing any of those, I would almost take uh, Addison and Hawkinson and just hope that I get one of those.
1: They're, they're the two that you mentioned that I like the best, Addison and the Hockness Monster. Um, I like that. I love the Vikings this week. Um, I, I also... Don't think they should be uh, dogs against against the uh, the Denver Broncos. Um, Russell Wilson has been playing better, but Josh Dobbs, man, he's been awesome, um, and he's he's a hero. And I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna bring home an, another win for you, and hopefully he does that way you don't have to be the sax this saxophonist tonight at uh, at your gig. But um, I, I like I said, I love the Vikings and lo- like them to keep rolling here, man. Yeah, I don't.
0: Yeah, it, it would be a real disappointment if I was the sad sack, salty saxophonist to the gig this weekend. That would be uh, no, no one, no one wants to see that. <laughs> but uh, all right, well, I think that's all that I got. We are right on the nose here. Egg, are, you got anything else for the listeners this morning?
1: Um, to, just one, one more thing that I want to mention is uh, we've already kind of mentioned it that I bet you know all plus uh, me interception throwers uh every week you know, for the last three or four weeks we went four and four last week so up about a unit and uh i just wanted to off what we got so far we're on uh jared goff cj stroud justin herbert russell wilson brock purdy and geno smith all to throw an interception a in week all at plus money unless uh, i tacked to check two was at plus 100 over at bet river so um you can fire on that too or if you if you find uh some something a little better um but yeah let's let's you know root against human achievement and uh, hope for some interceptions.
0: Yes, let's hate, love, root against human achievement. Homies, that's all we got for you this morning. So if you want, you can follow us on the podcast on our Twitter at Backdoor Scene, where we've got all kinds of sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. You can join the book club at everyonehateswence.com. Man, that URL is coming back. Until next week, you stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.